welcome into our seventh episode of Hustle the Bookie. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Brendan. I'm joined here by my good friend Travis. Buddy, how's it going? You know, it's Thursday, as usual. Next week is Thanksgiving. I'm going to be home in Big Bear. It's going to be snowing. Ooh. Looking forward to that. Um, outside of that, weather, it's been rainy here in San Diego after being 90 degrees on Sunday, which makes <laughs> no sense to me. But it feels like fall. It feels like wintertime. That's a typical day in Denver. It's wild. It goes like from 80 degrees in the early afternoon to all of a sudden like a thunderstorm and then rain and then back to like 80 degrees by sunset. Nice. It's wild. I want to go there. Yeah. Never been. Great city. See the abs. With your Thanksgiving, do you guys ever do like football, anything like it's that? It's all football. You go like go out and play football or do you? Well, the thing is, so now, now, so my brother's going to stay in Arizona with his girlfriend. I'm going up to Big Bear. I mean, all my family's in Texas, so I'm going to drive up to Big Bear, and it's going to be me and my two parents. And that's it. That's not that's too bad, though. More, more food for you. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have leftovers. All probably, the leftovers. Probably going to take some leftovers oh. back home to San Diego. Are you a light meat or dark meat guy? I like ham. Oh. Whatever that means. <laughs> oh. So, we never do it. <laughs> One year we had a honey-baked ham, and it was really good. I saw one of my friends tweet out yesterday. She said... Yeah, shout out to me. I have a friend who's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bre- right. Breaking news. <laughs> yeah, she's um, probably from Canada, and then you'll, I'll never see her. True. Um, she tweeted out, so can we change how turkey is the food that we eat on Thanksgiving? Because it's only so bad that we only eat it once a year. It's like... That's not true. It's true. Turkey's trash. I like turkey. I don't, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Thanksgiving turkey, though. I'd rather have ham. I'm never going to go out of my way to eat turkey, though. I liked a good turkey sandwich. I like a ham sandwich. I do, too. I also just like chicken wings. Yeah. What if they just did chicken wings as like Thanksgiving dinner? It's like, there's football on all day. You might as well just cap it off with some wings and beer and sports and B-dubs. You should sponsor us. You know what's funny? I was talking to one of my buddies who's, who's a male. Oh, shout out to you. And we were talking about like how our families, like, like I don't like your family, I'm guessing, watches football. Mm-hmm. There are people who on Thanksgiving don't watch football and like they have like family time and like play games and just all that good stuff. Wait, what? Right? And I That's always, allowed? Yeah, and like if I ever like meet a girl and I have to Ugh. go like to her parents' place and like that's their life, it's like I don't know. No thank you. Like, oh I gotta hang out. I was like, I'll yeah. One year my family did a turkey trot. <laughs> it was like thirty degrees, my hands are frozen. It sucked. That was the only time we ever did that. I was like, can we just never <laughs> what do is a this? turkey trot? It's like a 5K, but you get up early in the morning on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah. My family's not that family. It's like, I don't mind if, like, the Macy's parade's on. Like, I'll watch that, sure. But, like, as soon as 9.30 hits, I want football on my TV. I want a beer in my hand. Mm-hmm. I I'm think feeling it's... good living better on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think especially now that, like, my family's <clears throat> more spread out, it's definitely more of a casual just do it yourself type of deal mm-hmm. my family's never been like okay you gotta dress up you gotta do this yeah, it's like, yeah. no just wear, wear stretchy pants you know yeah be ready to take a nap after your first course but then come back in we're, for your second we're eating at like 1 30 today <laughs> we always eat at like two it's awesome it's amazing like it's thanksgiving like dunch basically my mom's doing like a, a brine do what that is mm-hmm. it's basically it's like a uh, marinade oh and so she's gonna brine the turkey like wednesday morning and then it takes 24 hours to like basically just soak in ooh, some sort of like whiskey ooh, brine. And then Thursday morning, ready to go, throw it in the oven or however you make turkeys. I don't know how that Never works. I just microwave my foods. <laughs> <laughs> Got so, home from the grocery store today as Travis was getting here and 
I was basically like, yep, this is all the freezer food that I bought today, and I also got tortillas. <laughs> yeah, and cactus cooler. Yeah, gotta get cactus cooler. It's a, it's a must. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Like, what's your... You I'm your, big your mashed food. potatoes. Mashed potatoes? Yeah. I'm right there with you because I'll spin on it. I do the, the biscuit, Ooh. mashed potatoes in the biscuit, Ooh. like a little bit of potato sandwich, and then gravy. So gravy well. potato sandwiches. All right, that's all she wrote for today. We're going to go to the store and get some uh, mashed potatoes. <laughs> I just had some, like, about 10 minutes ago. I'm, you know, sticking my Irish pride right there. But, yeah, no, that's definitely my favorite. I like that. And I've never been, like, I, I never like stuffing. I don't like cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce is bad. Yeah. It's not yeah. bad. Mm. No thanks. Weird slivers. Yeah, I'm good on that. But any, any of the pies, I'm a big apple pie guy, but obviously pumpkin pie is more of a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. standard. I don't like pumpkin pie. My grandma used to make, like, our yams, but she would cut an orange in half and then, like, scoop out rest of the rest of the orange that was, like, in the bottom half, throw the yams in there, and then, like, cut up the oranges and put them in it, too. And it was so good. I'm a big yams, yams guy, though. I feel like I don't like yams. Oh. I don't know what the yams are. Well, my other grandma would make yams, but, like, would coat it with uh, uh, marshmallows on the top, and, like, it would be, like, baked on top, and it was super good, except for I would only eat the mush- or mushrooms, marshmallows, and never eat the actual yams <laughs> Oh, underneath. these yams are real good, Grammy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot of orange left on your plate there, son. But, yeah, so, excited about Thanksgiving. It's coming up next week. We obviously won't have an episode, as we'll be our separate ways next week. Um, you also missed last week, but that's just, you know. But this is why you have to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at, at HustleTheBookie on both of those. And also you can follow us individually on the Action Network where it, it'll it send you a push notification about our uh, picks whenever we make them. If we're live betting a game, you'll get that straight to your phone too. Um, got up to, I think I'm up to five followers on there now. Got a couple mm. couple of our listeners on there, so it's pretty exciting One, stuff. I think so. a, a co-host may be following you. Yeah, co- a Maybe. co-host and an ex-co-host oh, wow. who just happened to be getting on uh, PS4 so right at the same time we were about to start 4:30 recording. 4.30 on Thursday. Hmm. Oh, I'm busy. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Anyways, let's get into some story time here. Why don't you lead it off by telling us about your adult league basketball season finale? All right, paint the stage. We're two and seven. Yeah. Haven't been great all year. We won last week. Yes. Yeah, we won yes. last week. I dropped seven points. Not a big deal. Two threes and a free throw. This week we're playing a team that is nine and zero. They are the best team in the league, and. We played them, I think, the final score we lost by four. Like, we played them really well. Um, as far as personally, like, recapping the season, we we finished 2-8. and eight. I think if – because we had never played together before this team, and all these other teams, like, play, like, year-round. I think Chemistry re- issues. I think if we redid the season, we'd be, like, 6-4, and four, maybe 7-3. and three. Like, we Ooh. really improved throughout the year. Um, Got to sign up for the Winter League now. Earlier today, we were playing Call of Duty – and I was maybe two for 73. <laughs> and Not great. I handed the six to Brennan. And I was like, you take the wheel. I'm having a bad game. And I was like, oh, that reminds me of my basketball game. Because in this game, I think I started off maybe like 0 for 4 from 3, just not really feeling it. And then the turnaround point, though, was our point guard drove to the middle, passed me on my usual like wing field oh, yeah. spot. Said, nod, little call, and do the extra pass. Mm-hmm. Extra pass to the wing. That pass went to the top. They hit the three. Oh. That's a hockey assist. Yeah, a big secondary assist right there. Then we went back down. After that, I hit a three and then had a really sick assist after that. (laughs) So 
it was basically like I knew, I, turning point. I knew I wasn't feeling it. I was like, all right, let's just yeah. keep the ball moving. Sometimes you just got to see somebody else get the ball through the net, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh. And I know I can't shoot a layup on their side because those are easy. Yeah, that, that would just be unguarded. So, But it was just, you know, sometimes in sports you don't have it. It's not your night. You want nope. to let the team take over. Exactly. It's why the, there's no I in Travis. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, well. Um, there is an I in Wiseman, though. And there's also a douchebag. In the NCAA. NCAA. (laughs) (laughs) So, James Wiseman, potential number one pick for the NBA next year. A lot of stuff going on with him. Memphis Tigers. Yeah, Memphis Tigers. Um, Basically, his family received help from now Memphis head coach Penny Hardaway uh, a few years back, getting them to live in Memphis. Um, This was before Penny Hardaway was the coach. Uh, mm-hmm. Memphis. He was a high school coach. Um, Wiseman did go and play in his academy when he was in high school. Just so happened that Penny Hardaway gets moved up to Memphis. Obviously, has Mike Miller as one of his assistant coaches too. And then they were able to land James Wiseman, who was one of the top recruits, to come to Memphis, which hasn't really been a powerhouse team since Derrick Rose. Uh, Wiseman played in the first game. Before the second game, it came out that he was not going to be eligible to play. They, I believe it was a temporary like restraining order on the NCA that allowed him to play. It was some. It was. I thought there was like uh, something weird with it. It was almost like they were gonna appeal it, and they just said like, "Screw it, we're gonna play him anyway." Yeah, kind of something weird. So they were playing these games with Wiseman in there. That included a game against Oregon. Um, that was, I believe, a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, Oregon did end up winning that game by eight. But Memphis is a ranked team. They're sitting at 16th right now. Hit me today that we're already in week three of college basketball. It's When there's football going on, I'm not really following the, no, <laughs> the collegiate it's... basketball world unless it's a major storyline or Arizona State, which is sad. Um, so now, James Wiseman has been suspended, what, 13 games? Or has to sit out 11 or 13 I think it's, games? He has to sit out 12 and he's already set out one. Okay, so he has Something to sit weird. out the next 11 games, and they said that they he has to donate $11,500 to a charity. That's This is an NCA student who is not allowed to work a job, and where is he getting the $11,500 from? That's the funniest thing in the world. It makes no sense. Oh, my. I, just, I don't know how like that comes out. Like, all right, NCAA is so against players getting paid, but by the way, you have to donate $11,000. Yeah, no, it's and I, we all know it's like oh, when you get paid, but what if he never does? Yeah, what if he gets a career-ending injury or something like that yeah. after six? Like, what if he doesn't want to play NBA basketball? Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna make this student athlete come up with eleven thousand dollars just and then donate it. <laughs> He's gonna need that. That's a month's rent in the Bay Area when he gets drafted to the Warriors first overall. That's come on now. <laughs> he needs that money. I just thought it was a comical like when it came out. It was like. Oh, Wiseman find and this student has to donate eleven grand. That's just the NCA in a nutshell, where it's like you know they're so bad. They can never get anything right, and they're big damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because it's well, if they don't suspend him for some games, then some other booster is going to be able to do this for somebody else down the road. This is a very one-off situation where it's a coach who 
he, I don't know if he had collegiate coaching aspirations, but no, still, I, I mean, doubt it. at the time, it's like, okay, he's just helping a family in need sort of deal, and they're helping him out, and it's not like a... I don't think he's that smart, where he's like, oh, I'm going to help this yeah. kid out, and then three years later, whatever the three, time Yes, yeah, three, five years later, he's going to be the number one player. You don't know yeah. that for a fact. Anything can happen between then and that's then. That's some extreme blindside thing. And that's why <laughs> it's just a bunch of BS that it's like, well, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous, but... Anyway, that's the NCA being being stupid this week. Um, switching over to baseball, the Astros Sheesh. have been cheating, and I want to hear your takes on this first. <laughs> but basically, what's going on? Astros are notorious for just sign stealing. I think it's part of the game, but it's come out that they had a camera in center field at Minute Maid, and then there's a live feed TV in the clubhouse. Yeah. In between the dugout and the clubhouse. Basically just set up on like a six-foot table. And so they're stealing the catcher's signs. They see the signs, and then they relay, relay that to yep. the batter to basically, oh, there's an off-seat pitch coming, and then yep. they slam a trash can. And as soon as the last out of the game is made, there's somebody who was in charge of breaking down the TV and making sure that there was no TV on the table for anybody to see. Yeah, I saw, <laughs> I saw that picture on Twitter. So What are your thoughts? Pretty interesting stuff. Um... I don't think that they should have to give up their World Series title because you still have, even if you know a changeup is coming, you still have to go out there and hit it. Because it could be in the dirt, it could be hanging over the middle of the plate. You never do know. Um, the The separation of numbers for the hitters at home and on the road in the playoffs in 2017 is kind of scary how it's... Some hitters are hitting 350 at home, and some hitters are hitting 200 on the road. But also, that's just a factor of baseball in general, too. Where hitters typically do hit better at home, but it's just weird that it's the majority of Astros hitters did better mm-hmm. in that playoffs. Yeah. Um, so yes, I mean it did probably assist them in all of that, and it was against the integrity of the game. Um, but unless they're able to have concrete evidence that stuff was happening, I don't think that they can do anything major for punishments. But it's still something that's just against baseball. And like Rob Manfred came out today and said that all 30 teams go out onto the field under the impression that the competitive balance of the game is the, of the utmost importance. All the teams are benefiting off of each other, being able to be competitive, um, which has been a problem with the Orioles, Royals, teams like that to Tigers tanking over the past few years where it's not a competitive game across the field. Cause there's, I mean, mm-hmm. the Twins and the Indians, they get 50 games a year against these teams that are sporting double-A rosters. And it's, okay, how is that fair compared to an NL East who has four competing teams? Marlins are getting there. I but, thought that was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just all about balance and fairness on the field. And then it's, okay, go out there. If you if you steal signs while you have a runner on second base and you're able to like tip them off somehow, sure, that's fine because that's... They're not being discreet enough with their play calling and all of that. But if you're using technology, that isn't allowed. And I mean, they had the thing a couple of years ago with the Apple Watches too. It's like this Astros have been. Who was that? That was the Astros. I thought that was somebody else at the Apple Watches. I thought that was the Astros. I'll look it up. Um, but it's. It, it's okay. So I'll check on that. <laughs> um, I think yeah. One, if you're using like TVs and stuff, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, it's the Red Sox. Red Sox. So still, they got fined for using Apple Watches, which is technology to steal signs. It wasn't as egregious as using a camera set up in center field, but still, 
they should at the minimum get twice as much as a fine as the Red Sox did um, for doing like what they did. Grand or something like that. I thought it was something extensive, but it's just I think like it's just I don't know why you go through that extent to use TV. Like the Astros are already one of like the most analytical teams, so I think it was just like let's see how far we can really push this thing. Yeah, if it's all true, but also. Just to kind of highlight on like the home and away stuff. They had a better away record that year than they did a home record by five games, so whatever that's worth. Um, not a huge difference. Not a huge difference. They ended up winning the World Series in L.A. Mm-hmm. That whole series, which is back and forth. Yeah, you Darvish can't blame uh, his poor blouting on technology. And I don't know the exact numbers. Of, so some hitters were 350 at home and 200 away. But also, that just, I don't think it's as big of a deal. I don't think it gave him a huge advantage by any no. means. I mean, it's definitely nice to know that there's going to be a change of coming compared to a fastball, but you still have to hit the baseball. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, I'm sure by now someone has gone over the World Series and stuff and gone say, hey, can you hear trash or anything? Yeah, we would know. I by think now. you would know by now if they were using it during the World Series and then during the play. Like, yeah, I think I saw some videos where it was like there was like some random White Sox game where it was like pretty obvious. So I don't think oh, they yeah, were using it, it all the time. Player. Obviously, yeah. I just think it's not a big. I think it's like you shouldn't do it. It probably did it. I don't. I don't think it should be that harsh of a punishment because I don't think it was that egregious. And I know other teams no. are doing other things as well. If they're able to figure out who the <clears throat> mega or mega mind uh, mastermind behind all of this was. If it is AJ Hinch, when did, then yes, suspend him for half a season. When the Red Sox get caught, what year? I believe that was 2017. Okay, I think it was that same year that now all this stuff is happening. Because, and that's the thing too. Like, why it's not a big deal is because if it was helping him that much, where you like, you take away a world championship, why didn't they win the last two years? Yeah, like yeah. baseball, it's one thing to like, oh, there's a change of coming. Maybe it's like off speed. Like, yeah, you still have to hit the baseball. So. And it's also part of baseball where you're changing your signs because you know the other team is trying to do that. And Bingo. that doesn't account for like pitchers gabbing their tails or like they hold the ball a certain yeah. way. I think it's easy to pick up that on that. Year. You, you're, they're tipping their pitches and it's, I mean, at that point it's okay, but it's just, it's the fact that they use technology and it should be, yeah. okay, we're going to thoroughly inspect you guys every homestand. Um, we're going to monitor that little breezeway between the dugout and the clubhouse with an MLB official because you guys are doing this. Like, you guys are on probation. If we catch you guys doing anything, then you're going to lose X, Y, and Z. Um, obviously, with baseball, the draft isn't as big of a deal as it is for the NBA or the NFL yeah. uh, or even the NHL. Um, it's the least important. least important of all of them. And it's, I mean, because people that they're drafting in the 2020 draft aren't going to make an impact till 2025. Mm -hmm. So bummer. You, if you take away draft picks, that's not really going to affect the team that's happening now. Um, but it could be a thing is, okay. Hinch is suspended for April. basically, I that, And I don't even think that that's I think just a slap just, on the wrist. Cause they could still come back and win 110 games. Cause they have the talent on the team. They would have the talent and everything else that they do. And then they just have this fire in their ass where it's like, all right, well, they just okay. The punishment is that they have to let Garrett Cole sign with the Padres for free. Bummer. And Sorry. Strasburg just he has to also be Padres. <laughs> they have to. Yes, it's against their will now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for punishment now you have to go live in San Diego. Darn Sorry. it. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Hope you had fun in How Houston. You? All right. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Enough baseball talk. You wanted to talk about how you saw 
Creed 2 and talk about some boxing. This is real brief. Real brief. I don't have much on boxing. Tiny segment. Probably because boxing plays a tiny part in my life. Oh. But I saw Creed 2. It's on Hulu, so you have Hulu. You can watch it. Ooh, hashtag not nab. Saw the first Creed. Also a great movie. Oh, I haven't seen the second one, but the first one was great. First I liked one's great. It. I recommend the second one. Michael B. Jordan is jacked. He's so cool. He is a stud. I strive to be like him. I think he's only 5'11", too. You could you could be him. I could be Michael B. You, Jordan. People always confuse you and him together. Yeah, they do. Like, is that, it's is that the same muscle tone. Yeah. <laughs> um... So it just got me thinking, like, I wish boxing was bigger. But it's just so spaced out, and champions, I don't know. I don't know anything about boxing. I was here, I heard something on the radio the other day about some new boxer who's playing, or I don't even know how verbiage works in it, um, but how he's very much so like Floyd Mayweather in the ring, which, you know, personal stuff aside about Floyd Mayweather, he is very talented at his profession. Um, and that's the extent of what I'll talk about Floyd Mayweather at, but there's, I forget who it was. I wish I remembered who it was, but it's some up and coming boxer that's on the defensive side, just like Floyd, where he's dodging fire or dodging punches and all of that. There was a clip of him on Twitter going around last week. That was like a minute straight of him. Just like not even getting hit once. And he's just like, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. And they're like, this could be the up and coming. I want to say it was one Wilder. Deontay Wilder? I want to say it was Wilder. So this is apparently... I, I'm gonna this is in this. Vegas this weekend. This weekend, I think, is the World Heavyweight Championship. Heavyweight is the division where it's the best boxer. Yeah. There's no weight class. Muhammad Ali's... Mike Tyson, all those yeah. young chaps. Rocky Balboa. Ooh. Like, this is the heavyweight championship matchup this week, and I didn't know about it until Tuesday after I watched Creed. Yep. I only knew about it because it was on my work schedule as an event that I could work uh, like three weeks ago. And I was like, oh, there's a boxing match in Vegas. That's yeah. cool. I don't know. I just wish it was bigger. I wish I was into it. I, I do might too. try to get into it. But that's the thing. I can't even try to get into it because I don't want to pay 60 bucks. Yeah, no. I'm and cheap. I mean, Reddit's a thing, obviously. I mean, I watched the... Oh, I forget which fight it was. It was Pacquiao somebody like a year and a half ago, and I watched it. I couldn't find a Reddit stream of it, so I went on Twitter, and I found somebody periscoping it. <laughs> so he was just holding his phone up to his screen that he was paying for, and I was just watching through his stream. Because, yeah, I'm not paying. I mean, if NFL games were pay-per-view, I wouldn't watch as many NFL games. I wouldn't watch any. Yeah. I mean, I would go to bars probably more to watch mm-hmm. games. and I mean, this year is probably the most I've ever gone out to watch games. Um, but still, at that point, it's like, okay, I'm okay with paying... 20 bucks for wings, mozzarella sticks, and the football game, but I'm not going to pay 60 bucks just to watch a boxing fight. Yeah, exactly. It's like, because I'm not that into it to begin with. And I think that's why UFC right now is a lot more of a draw because you can get six hours of fighting for 40 bucks, or you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and you pay $10 for cover and then you're good for the night, basically. Well, you get that with boxing, too. They have opening fights. Yeah, but I don't care about those. That's the, I don't care about the... the I don't know. <laughs> you see, it's interesting saying. where it's like there's kicking and there's like athleticism too. I feel like boxing is just a lot of... I mean, I'm not into the, the sport of boxing. Yeah. I also just hate whenever people are bleeding on my TV and it's like... Oh, really? Oh, yeah, like... Oh, that doesn't bug me. I watched that fight, that UFC fight where that dude like... Dude, I feel like we were jumping together. over. Yeah, it was at my old house in City Heights. Oh, yeah. Where the dude was just, like, all bloodied up. I love that. That was in one of the undercards where I, I like, legit turned the TV off because I was like, I'm eating right now. Like, I can't eat if I'm I looking get that. at this. I get that. But then it's like, right after that, I mean, that was 
that was sick, but that's only because a dude did something that he shouldn't have done, and there are people just, like, jumping up and, like, was that McGregor? McGregor and that uh, Russian dude. Yeah, Khabib. And, um, I mean, it was, it was cool for me because it was, like, all right, cool, like, this is ab- above and beyond, basically, of what normally happens. Mm-hmm. And if, if that type of stuff happened in boxing, I would be more inclined to watching boxing, but it's, like, I don't know. There's other stuff. I'd rather watch and a I, YouTube video than And I think the thing, too, with boxing, like, why I don't care to pay 60 bucks is because I'm not invested into the person. Like, when I was watching Creed's, like, I really want this guy to just kick this Russian's booty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And spoiler alert. The Irishman. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he didn't. It's a great movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get in to some NFL talk. NFL and then college <clears throat> football, and then we'll get into our, our locks of the week. Um, you staged a question here that says, has the NFL said anything about the PI calls and do you think the rule goes away this year? Um, so obviously after the NFC championship game last year, that didn't decide the game by the non PI call because, Oh, it was still a tie game and they still had a chance to score and they also turned it over (laughs) the, uh, Sharks and Knights game where, yes, there was a five-minute major call that shouldn't have been, but the Sharks still scored four goals, and then the Knights tied it, and they lost in overtime. Um, one call doesn't change a game like that in either of those two cases, but in this case, um, coaches not- have been allowed to challenge PIs this year, and they've been overturned at about a 5% rate, which to me just seems like a general waste of time for the viewers as well as um, the players and the coaches because they're just standing around waiting for the next play to happen mm-hmm. when there's a 95% chance that whatever was called on the field stays. And what's ridiculous is these calls are so obvious that they're like, oh, that is pass interference. And it's like, what? Wait, how did that not get... Yeah, we were watching that Ravens-Texans game over the weekend. I'm sure that was a big piece in radio news this week too about DeAndre Hopkins literally getting tackled from behind. Uh, this is not fair. The Texans broadcast is showing all the good barbecue in Houston. Oh, God, that looks way too good. I just ate, and that looks so good. Great radio right now. Um, Go to Houston. Yeah, go to... Well, actually, go to Austin. Austin has good barbecue. That's that's in Houston. Yeah, (laughs) true. Killin's Killin's barbecue. They're really killing it. Man, I'd be hate to get a sponsor by that. I'd hate... That'd be a real shame. Sending us a bunch of meats. Man, that would suck. Mm. Don't do that, Yeah, Vince Wilfork likes a barbecue spot. I'm going to go eat at whatever barbecue spot Mm. he's eating at. Um, <laughs> good radio yeah um, but do I think this rule goes away I don't think it goes away during the year um, no no at the end of the year oh at the end of the year um, I don't think it goes away I think that the officials will look at it closer as to why things weren't being overturned and then hopefully they can figure out why there's so much of a gray area of why the coaches would think so um, and maybe they only make it a thing where the the officials can basically challenge themselves on it under two minutes and a half sort of deal. It's not going to be part of the coach's challenge, um, but it's part of the booth review Booth review at the end of the second quarter and the fourth quarter. Um, but I don't see it. I see them if fixing... If it does this for two years, it's not sticking around. Yeah, no. Like you're saying... That I think they might year. give it one more ch- one more chance at it, see if they can, see if they can toy with it, it to move that percentage point up. Um, obviously at a point where it's still being called fairly on the field, but there's some of these that are... Obviously not being called fairly, um, but I think the rule that does get changed by the end of or at, after the season is stuff to allow more onside kicks to be recovered. So there's been I think two or three recovered on the season, which 
I mean, they're at about like a 10 to 12% clip, which normally they're about like a 20. Mm -hmm. Um, But just the fact that it has to be an even five players on each side of the kicker um, instead of loading it up with eight and two or seven and three. um, It's definitely affecting things and it's more on the offensive or the the return team to actually secure the football yeah. then for to even be a chance for the kicking team to even jump up and try to get it um so i see that one having a better chance of being uh overturned rather okay. than this one i don't know how you stand on those two though i i mean i i think that it's gonna be gone this year i just feel like it's been such a bad like it's i don't think it's been positive anyway yeah i don't see why they would want to i don't know how you would change it like what or how are the rest like i guess the booth review makes sense but even then, why are you waiting till two the two minute warning to be able to yeah call booth review? And then why so and then if you make it a booth review thing, then you're gonna have so many like oh that could be a pass interference should we review it or that was that really a pass interference are we gonna review that? So I think that's too much yeah to do it like for the full game to wait for the two minute doesn't make any sense. True. I don't think any would have it. Yeah, I mean it's definitely not having much of an impact on the game other than frustrating coaches and players because. I mean, the fact that they don't call that one where Hopkins is literally getting tackled and dragged down and had the ball within arm's length, mm-hmm. it's like, if that one's not getting overturned, I don't know what will, um, which is utterly frustrating. I think, I think I heard this, the uh, the one from last year wouldn't probably have gotten overturned. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> like, like, this way, like it wouldn't have gotten. Yeah, it no. Oh no, it's fine. The NFL basically just put this in because they wanted to appease to the Saints fans about the call that yes, it was missed on the field, but you still had a chance to win the game after that, and you didn't, um, which is often looked over. But as that's far, where we're at. yeah, as far as onside kick rule, I don't have a take on it, but this will be a nice transition. Mm-hmm. Did you see two weeks ago? Ohio State going for an onside kick against Maryland when it was like 14 nothing. I love it. It was like first quarter. High risk. It was the first game. High risk, high reward. Chase Young was, just, it was the, uh, I think one of the yeah. last many games he suspended for. Yeah. But it was that game, and they went for an onside kick, and it was the funniest thing because they just got it like immediately, and the guy's ran out of bounds. He's like, oh, got it. Sheesh. Nice. I mean, yeah, you risk it for the biscuit sometimes, and that's what... I mean, you definitely have to look at... I mean, I think the Dolphins did that last week. In the second quarter, they went for an onside kick where the kicker just kicked it straight in front of them and he recovered Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's... I mean, now that we're getting to the point of the season where teams are going to become more desperate, yeah, you're going to see that more often and at trickier times. And maybe that's how you do it. You try to sneak a possession by doing an onside kick in the second quarter or the third quarter and you don't wait till the end of the game when you're at your last dying grasp of anything. Um, But yeah. So, speaking of Ohio State... So, the Dolphins did win 10 in a row. I was looking that up. Yeah. That's hilarious. They're on a roll. Well, they lost last week, but... Well, they were on a roll. That's uh, <laughs> like butter. Um, cool. Let's get into some college football talk here. Um, I had this question for you. Yep. Because it seems like we kind of know who's going to be in the playoff. Um, who is your favorite to win the championship? I'll read some odds that you found. So, credit to you. Shout out to me. Ohio State and LSU are the co-favorites to win the championship at nine to four. Clemson closely behind at eleven to four, rounded out by Georgia eight to one, Bama eighteen to one, OU and Utah twenty-five to one, and then your your value picks. I'll say mm-hmm. Penn State, Oregon forty to one. Oregon can definitely sneak in there. They're ranked sixth right now. 
they have ASU this weekend, then Oregon State, so two winnable games, and then the Pac-12 championship game, which will likely be against Utah. And I mean, if they can beat, if they can finish off three and zero, they might have, they might need a little bit of help from Georgia or Bama getting taken down and sneaking in there. But I don't see how they can't possibly get in there. Um, oh, it's easy. Clemson wins, uh, Ohio State wins out, and Georgia beats LSU. LSU gets that over. Yeah, then LSU gets it over them. But that's yeah. I think it's actually going to be perfect this year. Is LSU like LSU wins the SEC? I think that's what's going to make it perfect because yeah. then you're not going to get two teams of SEC, and this is and if the Pac-12 can have a one loss, I think they'll get it. Yeah, true. Because Alabama hasn't beaten anybody, and they're not going to beat anybody. No. I'm not going to yeah. say Auburn. And well, then, Oregon lost to Auburn, but they 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 won in their conference. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. That and that is something that the college football playoff committee takes into effect is the conference championship. That's a little bump up for them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be interesting. I don't. I wouldn't take Oregon obviously as my favorite to win out of that, but it is a nice little value at forty to one. You just kind of hope that they go three and zero and they get some help, and then okay, that now you're in the final four and anything yeah. goes. Yeah. But at the same time, I still think the Ohio States, LSU's, the Clemson's are all. Leaps and bounds better than Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I have LSU as my favorite to win the college football championship. Nine to four odds, like you said. Pretty nice payout there. Um, I like Joe Burrow a lot. The defense does scare me a little bit, but Burrow's proved that he can just drop 70 on anybody at any given time. And that's that's something nice to have right there. Especially, I mean, now that two is out with Bama... Oh, that's no, that's why Bamas wouldn't get in. Yeah, I mean they're not marketable at this point too. They wouldn't. I mean people would still watch, but obviously, but they're not going to be as dominant on offense. This is not so. your father's Bama. Yeah, so I think Burrow's the best quarterback left, um, and obviously all four of these potential top or the top four teams all have great quarterbacks. But I think Joe Burrow is the headliner of that class, but what those are some matchups there. Especially mm-hmm. if, if Oklahoma can sneak in there or Oregon does get in there, like those quarterback matchups I, are gonna be nasty. Yeah. I like your LSU pick and I'll my second would be Clemson because one, I think Clemson's kinda of starting to turn on the Jets when they need to, like they yeah. literally coast of the ACC. Yeah. They've already beaten the the hardest team I think was like Wake Forest of Virginia. Yeah. Wake, Wake Forest is the second best team and Clemson was favored by thirty four. So So the ACC's their conference. Yeah. It's their conference to to own and I mean, they've been great since Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Um but I like LSU because I'm kinda of banking off the fact that they're going to beat Georgia in the SEC Championship, which means you're going to get a Utah, Oklahoma, or Oregon in that yeah. four spot. And I think they're going to have an easier first-round game. Whereas Ohio State Clemson is going to be just... That's a bloodbath. That's going to be nasty. That's must-watch TV, and but just, it's going to be a bloodbath. And I think whoever comes out of that game is going to have a 50-50 shot against LSU. But it's just I'm not going to take... I'm going to take yeah, you LSU. either win or you lose. <laughs> you could tie, <laughs> but I would I would take LSU because the value like Ohio State and LSU have the same odds. Yep, LSU's got better odds to just win the first game. Yeah, that's true. And so already being able to get to the championship game that, that, that you guys take that into account. Yeah, like, yeah. So that's I like that pick. So you're on LSU as well. I'll take LSU. All right, go Tigers. Go go Tigers. Big Joe and Burrow go guy. go Coach O. Yeah. 
he's been doubted for so long, and he's got his team right there. And yeah, it is a rental quarterback, but also, you know. Don't care, rent him and get a Yeah, get a freaking dude. chip. Yeah. So we haven't been on the show since, right, with LSU Alabama. Yep. But the LSU kids run into the recruiting section yeah. of Alabama. We love like, it. Yeah, this I is, love it. This is where you want to be. It's the greatest. Great stuff. All right. Shall we? Let's just skip right over to our locks of the week for college football. We were going to talk about some NBA and college basketball, but we haven't watched. We them. haven't really watched much. To me, Spurs opening night of the NBA is Christmas, so I'm I'm all in on football. Um, I think the Spurs and Warriors could combine a team and be the ten seed. Well, the Warriors just need seven players from another team, and then they'll have the right amount of players on their roster because they only have eight right now. I saw a video so. on Twitter. I don't not. There's no way I can find it, but it was like. <laughs> Live, pre- live view of the Warriors, and it was just all these kids. Like, I, I can't describe <laughs> it, but it was just hilarious. I should have sent it to you. You um, live and you learn, bud. You live and you learn. But, but anyway, let's go get into some college football picks. Uh, if you do want to follow along with our basketball picks, I have been making some on the Action Network, so feel free to follow on there. Um, I usually tweet out a link to my account if you want to follow along, and obviously, Uncle Travs is on there as well. But going off of our Picks for college football week thirteen. It's so sad. I was just we were looking at a Thursday night football schedule. There's only three more Thursday night footballs for including the rest of the year, tonight. including tonight. Well, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is not Thursday night football. No, That's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's three more. So it's you know even if it is a bad matchup, still be thankful that there's football on your TV because those August nights when you're just dying for some football, these are the nights that you're gonna want to mm-hmm. want back, and it's. I mean, not even August. August nights are close. Okay, like the, the April. June nights, right after the NFL draft, when yeah. there's all the, all the speculation of the draft is gone, and it's okay. Well, we're two months away from training you camp. You just got what back from your, your summer vacation. Yeah, and you're like, okay, that was fun, and then summer's like, oh wait, this summer's really like, long. Wait, all I have to do is like work the next four yeah. months until I have football. Yeah, there's only baseball on. So, yeah. So, on that note, getting some locks for college football this week. Uh, my first lock of the week, I have Minnesota minus 13 and a half at Northwestern. Uh, Northwestern's been struggling on offense all year long. I don't really think that they are, I mean, I think I've picked against Northwestern maybe four or five times on this show. I'll have to go back and check on that, but their offense is bad. Minnesota, obviously, Coming off of a loss, their first loss of the season, they were up in the top ten. They've dropped down to, uh, they've dropped down to the eleven spot now at nine and one. It's definitely a bummer for their fan base after losing that game against Iowa last week. But Iowa's not a scrub team. But now they get to face a scrub team in Northwestern, and it's an early morning game. Gotta love those Big Ten games early, early in the day, coming off of your hangover the night before, where you're just watching big dudes go off against each other um so yeah so i will take minnesota minus 13 and a half at northwestern they're only two touch or not even two touchdown favorites so i think that they, they can cover that one um but let's get over to your first pick of the day here travis real quick i just want to say was it last week that northwestern beat the crap out of somebody yeah, UMass. <laughs> yeah, well, UMass, UMass has been terrible. I think UMass is like forty-eight point underdogs this week to I want to say BYU. Yeah, forty points now. Yeah, forty-point underdogs. UMass so, so UMass is awful. They just need to be relegated. But 
for now, they get to stick in college football and they don't have to play JV high school. Um, the only team they beat was Akron. Akron's been... Oh, they played Miami close in action the other night. Last night. Ooh, Alright. I like that pick because Northwestern sucks. Mm-hmm. My first pick is Arizona State plus 14.5 versus Oregon. We just talked about Oregon having a chance to make the playoff. I think that is going to be a tough task. I think this is going to be their toughest game until they get to Utah. Because I think it's, we've talked about it all year, where the Pac-12 just kind of eats itself alive. Mm-hmm. Where like Basically, the Pac-12, if, if Oregon or Utah wins out, I think they should be in the playoff. Yep. So that other teams won't allow that. <laughs> exactly. So ASU will beat Oregon, and then Oregon will beat Utah, and then they'll have a two-loss team losing to Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> I did see a thread going on Twitter yesterday that was talking about how there's a hashtag that's been on for Pac-12 football for years now. It's hashtag back the pack. And it was, should we actually back the pack? Like, it will only benefit these other schools in recruiting. And basically recruiting was the number one point on it. Because it's like, okay, you can go to ASU where obviously, yes, the weather is nicer. Or you can go to Utah where you can try to win a college football championship. Um, no, you can't. Well, they're they're number seven <laughs> they're this late position. in the season, so they have a, they do have a chance. They have a legit chance, and it's um, a lot yeah, of Utah but fans. Been in that position. Yeah, they have, and so. Utah fans have chimed in, and they were saying how, oh, it's only because we're the new guys. That's why you don't want to root for us. And I think it's more of a ASU has a bigger rivalry with Utah than they do with Oregon, which is why I'm rooting for Oregon to win the Pac-12. Um, and I do want to see a Pac-12 team in the in the Final Four because it gives our our conference a lot more of legitimacy, and obviously revenue sharing. And hopefully they can get Larry Scott out of there, and they can allow Pac-12 Network to be seen on more than just 10 million TVs. Yeah, like uh, if you have Time Warner Cable Plus, uh, <laughs> West Coast Platinum Edition. Exactly. I'm like the, nobody's watching these games, and that was when ASU had a relevant season, and we couldn't even watch them, and now they're. They've lost four in a row, and now you can see them on ESPN and ABC every week. And it's like, now's the point of the season where it's no longer a competitive season. It's just individual games. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, I told you earlier in the week, I see ASU. Like, this is the it's a perfect building build-up right now where ASU is going to beat Oregon, who's number uh-huh. six. And U of A gets to play against Utah, and we'll get into that pick in a minute here. Um, but how... How ironic would it be if ASU and Arizona both beat Oregon and Utah this week just because? Like, be, that's yeah. just Pac-12 in a nutshell. And it's it's nothing I would be surprised by at this point um, with this conference. It's just very even-keeled across the board. It just, yeah, it sucks that, like, we do, I think, have a decent shot that we could beat Oregon straight up. And that's why the pick was 14 and a half. So ASU, yep. I think they'll cover. But it sucks that, like... We have that chance of doing that, and then we just go and wet the bed against Oregon State. Like, yeah, which is know. it's a given, you know. ASU never plays well in Corvallis, and as much as it sucks, it's you know it's just a tried and true fact at this point. As soon as ASU gets ranked or they go to Corvallis, they're going to lose. So never do both at the same time. Two negatives and still if you equal do, negative. Don't do it when you're number six. Yeah, exactly. That'd be a shame if you did or that. Or when I'm paying a lot of student money to, or uh, tuition money to go they there. Oh, I'd, I'd be very happy. Yeah, that's the emotional money, distress. Like, like, how much money would you pay? Did you take out a loan for ASU to win a national championship? How much money do I have taken out in loans already? <laughs> <laughs> double. I'll it. double it. <laughs> like, I think I would legit pay. 
I don't even. I don't think I would pay anything for it. I would easily take out a two thousand dollar loan. Two thousand? Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Well, so you would. I was, so there's I was, a number. But so I was thinking like you're gonna say like a hundred thousand. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so that's the like, point. Is if I would pay two thousand and we're much more than that in debt. Yes, I would pay. I would tack two thousand dollars of student loan debt on. They owe us a Pac-12 South runner-up this year, <laughs> and we can't even get that. Can't even do that. Shout out the losing streak. Oregon, good luck. I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for you. Sun honestly. Devils, upset city. Um, so they call it. They yeah. call it upset city. Yeah, it's down no there. longer Tempe there. It's upset city. Valley that always upsets. <laughs> Or Valley that always makes their fans upset. I think that's that's how it yeah, works. Like, how I'm, it, it always upsets. <laughs> um, Your second lock. My second lock. Mentioned it a second ago. Utah in Arizona in Tucson. Um, I have the under fifty-seven and a half. I think Utah's defense is pretty legit. Khalil Tate's been hit or miss. Arizona's running backs have definitely had some injuries throughout the season. So it's something to watch now that Arizona is relying more so on Cleo Tate than ever before. Utah knows that too. They're going to be able to key in on the receivers. They can do a bunch of coverages and uh, cover twos over the middle that they're going to be able to set that up that Cleo Tate's going to be struggling. They do need to watch Cleo Tate's feet though. He front can seven run. Insane. Yeah, Utah's front seven is crazy good. I mean, they did. I mean, Eno Benjamin for ASU did still have a decent game against them, but. They let him have his. They let him have his 75 yards, and they shut down Jaden Daniels. Yeah. They're able to take the playmakers out of the game. Mm-hmm. And Utah's, I think, 22.5 or 23-point favorites in this game. I don't see Utah putting up 35, 38 points against Arizona. Arizona's defense isn't tremendous, but they've been doing better this year than before. Um, so I'll take the under 57.5. It is a Pac-12 after dark game, which makes me nervous because some stuff just happens crazily in those games. But twenty-two and a half is the spread. Twenty-two and a half, yeah. So I'll take the under fifty-seven and a half in Utah and Arizona. Love it. My second pick is I have Oklahoma minus eighteen in Norman versus the TCU Horn Frogs. Who decided to name their city Norman? Norman. Probably some dude named <laughs> some Norman. Some guy named Norman. God, who decided to name their kid Norman? Oh, jeez, I feel Other sorry. Other than Norman's parents, but... <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, also, the, the Colts punter, guess what his first name is? Mark. Rigoberto. Oh, it says it. Ah. <laughs> and I almost got blocked. That's so, a name for the ages, though. This game is a primetime game. It's at 7 o'clock local time in Norman, Oklahoma. <laughs> Norman. Uh, it's an 18-point spread. I like Oklahoma. They're coming off a sweet comeback against Baylor. Baylor had it in the bag. They blew it. That's a good turning point. Oklahoma knows that they need to kill teams for the rest of the year if they're going to have any sort of chance to make the playoff. They're going to have a rematch again with Baylor. So I think... They need to blow out TCU. I don't know who's left on their schedule. I want to say, like, Kansas or something. No. Um, you got that. Yep. So they're going to have this TCU, Oklahoma State, and then the rematch. And Oklahoma of... State quarterback is out for the year, too. Okay, so that's the rest of their schedule. Yeah. So they need to kill everybody. So Oklahoma minus 18. Hopefully, if the sooner Actually, don't make this bet until the boomer sooner the sooner schooner does its lap and if it falls take tcu if it stays on its feet it's like groundhog's day take oklahoma <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma State quarterback. He oh, yeah. underwent surgery on Monday this week to repair his injured thumb and will not return during the regular season. Nice. So, soft. Soft. Uh, load man. Hurt or injured? He's both. That's um, I'm going to go with a pick out of the Mountain West. You know, mm. I, won I, off of, West. I won off of this team's demise a few weeks ago. I had Nevada plus 17 against SDSU. You they had a win by 17? Nice. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> um, Nevada won outright on the road. Um, I feel like I have a pretty decent feel for San Diego State after following their program pretty closely for the past three or four years. Same with Arizona State. We mm-hmm. seem to have more of a feel for how their players react to certain situations against certain opponents, all of that. You know, we're just big experts. Um, San Diego State is three-point underdogs going to the island to play Hawaii. The winner of this game plays in the Mountain West Championship game. Big, big things on the line here. Uh, Cody McDonald, the Hawaii quarterback, got benched two weeks ago, so Hawaii has their backup quarterback playing. Uh, He has been doing all right, but also that is against Mountain West opponents. San Diego State has more of a Pac-12 or Big Ten style defense headed by Rocky Long. So I think SDSU can go on the road and win outright. Um, I would feel okay putting a money line bet on San Diego State in this game as well. It's probably like Um, plus 160. Plus 160. So if you want to sprinkle some on that, you know, go for it. I'm on San Diego State plus three. I'll take the points happily. But I feel like San Diego State will be able to win this game outright and make its mark on the on the Mountain West Championship game. Who would they be playing? Boise? Boise. Boise. Where is that game played? Uh, it's pl- it's going to be played at Boise, I believe, because San Diego State lost more conference games. Okay. It's one of like four conferences that still have their games at a school's location. That'd be so sick. That was ASU my freshman year. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be sick now. Yeah. Instead of playing it where no one goes to school. Yeah. Levi's. So I get the... Stanford goes to the Pac-12 Championship game and they their fans don't even go... They're too busy, like, inventing, like, rocket science stuff. Nerds. Nerds. Doctors. Mangard. Sheesh. Idiots. What island is Hawaii? Is it Oahu? I want to say... It's Manoa? No way. Hawaii campus. Let's just check this out. Yeah, University of Hawaii at Manoa. Is Manoa an island? Manoa Island. No, there's no way. It's on Oahu. If I, if I know my... Manoa my... is on... Yeah, residential neighborhood of Honolulu. Which is... Oh, yeah. Which is on the Big Island. Oh, the Big Island? No, Honolulu's not the Big Island. Honolulu's Oahu. Moana and Waikiki. Google Waikiki. <laughs> this is... <laughs> this is some deep diving research right here. Honolulu uh, Island. Yeah, it's for sure Oahu. It is... Big Hawaii guy, if I'm right. Yeah. Island of Oahu! The third largest Hawaiian island. You know, fun fact for our listeners. Yeah. Aren't they volcanoes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Great great research. Remember, guys, we're a learning podcast. Yeah, we don't just talk about football here. We talk about... Geography. Geography. Maps. Maps. History. Capitals. Not just Washington. All right, my third and final pick for my college football locks of the week. I have Michigan minus nine and a half at Indiana. I got a text from my aunt 
my cousin goes to Ohio State. My aunt has then adopted Ohio State as her team. I remember I made a not sober bet when I saw my aunt over the 4th of July. <laughs> and I said, Michigan not beats Ohio sober. State this bet. by I got 50 bucks on them. Well, I didn't remember that. Not that like, it, like, I was that gone, but it was just yeah. like, I, it's been forever. No, you're completely blacked out. And I got a text. It's like, hey, are we still on for this bet? I was like, first of all, I didn't. I don't have a number saved. Classic, so I just classic move. Scroll up. I'm like, okay, it's my okay. And I was like, well, what was the bet? Like, I don't like remember. It's like, oh, we had you have fifty bucks on Michigan winning this year. I'm like, all right. I really don't well. stand by that so much, but I'll stick to it. And so now I'm just <laughs> full board. Let's go Michigan. I think they're gonna all crush in. Indiana. Although Indiana's having a good year. That's true. They, I mean, Stevie Scott, their running back's pretty decent. That's about all I know about Indiana, though. I know they're doing better than average years, but oh. nine and a half Michigan. against Michigan. Yeah. After the comeback against was it Penn State? Penn State, yeah. Then I think no, Michigan. they lost to Penn State. Michigan did. Yeah, didn't they lose to Penn State, or was that Penn State's loss? Was their comeback against Iowa? Indiana beat. Or lost to Penn State by seven. They beat Northwestern by thirty-one. They beat Nebraska by seven. They beat Maryland by six. But they only held Ohio State to fifty-one points. So, so them. okay, so Michigan, Michigan, Penn lost, State lost to Penn State. You're right. And then the next week they crushed Notre Dame. Oh yeah, they beat Notre Dame by thirty-one. I don't think Notre Dame's that, Is that good. They beat Maryland by a bunch. Week 12. How's Notre Dame still ranked? They beat Michigan State by a bunch. Man, if, well, if you can beat Michigan State, you've got to be good, right? Oh, yeah. With a freshman quarterback on the road, too. Man, that there's no way. Elite-level talents there. Down. Especially if your colors are maroon and gold. Uh, so, Michigan minus 9.5. I like it. I like it. I can, I can get behind you on that one. I'm not going to get behind you on that one. I wish you would. I know you wish I would. <laughs> but God made Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve. Uh, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. Uh, into some locks of the week for NFL Week 12. Number one for me, 10 a.m. game. No James Conner, no Juju Smith-Schuster for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh sucks. I'll say it. I've got the Cincinnati Bengals plus 6.5 versus Pittsburgh, and I'm on... Cincinnati with a money line upset at plus 250. I think Cincinnati has got to get to win this year. They still have none. They are 0 and 10. They have a they have a couple ones coming up though. They have a I they think have they have the, Jets, the Dolphins. Dolphins in week 16. I'm not sure about the Jets, but that's I mean the Jets are playing better. They're 2 and 1 yes, the past Donald's 3. Darnold's stuff. decent as long as he doesn't play the Patriots, which I would see go so the, the Patriots next week so. at home. Um, so I see Cincinnati getting off the schneid here. Um, I think this is a this is a winnable game at home against a division rival. You throw everything out the window and you get these two these two guys together. Um, Always 50-50. <laughs> no Juju, no James Conner though. Um, Deontay Johnson also likely to miss for the Steelers, which means that James Washington is about the only wide receiver that you should know the name of that will be playing for the Steelers. Him and Johnny Holton, which. Yeah, well, like a, I mean, I don't know either. He got cut by the Raiders, so that's oh. all you need to know about him. Uh, James Washington played so college he's football. Talent. Yes, <laughs> um, Washington played with Mason Rudolph at Oklahoma State. 
Um, that's about okay. the only major connection. Vance McDonald is going to be a vital part of the offense for Pittsburgh. Um, but yeah, I got Cincinnati. Joe Mixon's looking better this past few weeks. Cincinnati. Who's the quarterback? Ryan Finley out of NC State. Okay, we talked about that. Yep. So that's my first lock. Uh, let's jump over to your first lockarooski. So two weeks ago, I was feeling these unders. Feeling them. Same thing. Feeling them. And this one hit Bears under. So mm. uh, this week it's Bears Giants under 40 and a half. Again, the Bears suck. I don't know if Chase Daniel's starting. He should be. It's not Mitch. Trubisky was a full participant in practice today. Okay. So it's likely going to be Mitch. Which is even better. Which, yes. But it scares me with this matchup because this is a winnable matchup for Mitch. I don't Which, it's, it's Mitch, so I'm it's not a winnable matchup. I'm just taking these Bears unders until I'm proven otherwise that their offense is yeah. good. Because I still think their defense is good. But Bears, Giants, under 40 and a half. Giants, I don't know what's... They have Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones with Sterling Shepard's questionable. Shepard's questionable. Evan Ingram questionable. Saquon's dinged up. Um, Golden Tate is balling out though. Um, I don't know how good they're. Oh, their defense is their trash. defense is bad. I almost I wanted to pick them up, but they've allowed like twenty five plus in all their games except one. Yeah, they so gave up a bunch of Jets. That like a scared weeks me. Yeah, but I just don't think the Bears are going to be a team that's going to do that. And if they do. This game's still going to be like 20 to 17. The only thing that worries me about this pick is the fact that if Mitchell Trubisky does play, he's playing for his job. Which, yes, he does that every week. That's his job as a quarterback. Not a quarterback. But this, I mean, after getting benched late in that game against the Rams on Sunday night. Sunday was Rams. Um, he's going to be playing like there's a fire under his butt. He knows that. Okay, his time as an NFL caliber quarterback, well, he hasn't been one, and as an NFL quarterback is coming to a close if he doesn't get right right now. So this is his get right game. Mm, okay. So, you know, sometimes... It's a good build-me-up game for sure. Exactly, and that's what worries me about the under, but the Bears' defense is good enough and the Giants' offense is bad enough that this under could still hit, but I do think the Bears win this game. Um, and it just worries me if this game does turn into a shootout because I had... The Giants Jets under a few weeks ago, and that game ended up like sixty points in that game. So that under came back, came backfired on me. But I had yes, I had the under in Ravens Bengals. I think it was like forty four. Ravens got forty nine. Yeah. So oh well, sometimes one team's just gonna cover it. I think I was like, yeah, Ravens will probably win like thirty five nothing. No, they did a little bit extra and then allowed a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, because the spread is. Chicago minus six. I kind of like Giants plus six too, but it's not a pick for mine. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lean. That's what they call it. It's a, yeah, that's what the kids are calling it's it. That's what the kids are calling it. Um, so my non lean, it's actually a lock. Ooh, you know what that means? Lock it up. Bet the house on it. Bet the Parlay. house. Take out a loan, throw all of the money on this, pay off the loan, and then pay off. Everything else. Pay off our loans. With this, yeah, pay off we my We take loan. handouts. I do accept Venmo We had Goldman Sachs in 2008. Yes. Nothing uh, will go wrong 2005. 2005. <laughs> well, Everything blew up in 07. Yeah, so I'm saying they take handouts in the government. Oh, we yeah. We're, oh, wait, yeah. We're trying to get yeah. bailed out. I don't know how the government works. Um, so I have the Detroit Football Lions. Three and a half point favorites at the Washington R Words. Jeff Driscoll. Making the football thing look easy. Mm-hmm. Good little prospect out of Flo Rida. 
Um, he's been playing well, running, scampering, doing all he can. Stayed in the game against Dallas, which I'm still not sure if Dallas is a good team because they only beat the meh teams. Can I stop you for one you second? You can stop me for as many seconds as you want to talk. Let's watch this game. I don't think I've seen anything except a punt play. Every time I look up, it's a punt. That is just typically how things are. Okay. I seriously have seen no offensive plays. I've only seen punts. That is the interesting part about the... We're going to get into some NPR here. This is the interesting part about oh, you know what football I think, in America. I think there's a penalty on the last one. I think it was like a running into the kicker. Fans sit around and watch their football game on the television for four hours. On average, there's about six minutes worth of action packed into those four hours. It's really interesting how the humans are able to do such a thing. And I happily do it every single weekend. I remember I was with some colleagues last Sunday at this restaurant. Mm. And one of my friends is a fan of the Indianapolis Horses. Oh. And some may call it We were watching a football game, and he was an avid fan. He even wore his draft day hat to Ooh. the game. Draft day. And Johnny he Kinsley. had looked up to the, the t- television mm-hmm. and was like, oh, hey, the Colts had scored a touchdown. Wasn't watching, but I'm very happy. Sometimes oh. in life, you miss the moments. Oh, so never to go to sleep. Never go to sleep. Sleep is for the dead. All right, and that was uh, my second lock of the week: is Detroit minus three and a half at Washington. Um, Travis, get into your second lock of the week, my friend. Pretty easy one, Oklahoma. <laughs> The Oklahoma Raiders. I got the nice. Oklahoma Raiders. Uh, Oakland, minus two and a half at New York Jets. That's how easy it is. I forgot what the team was. Um, Oakland is a game out of the AFC West. Because, uh, half game. Half game. Okay, so the Chiefs won. So I think they're really turned a corner. They're playing good football. The Jets I do like. We talked about Sam Donald. I think they've got a good thing going. And Sam Donald promised they were going to run the table. <laughs> but yeah, that's because they already played the Patriots both times. True, and they got. I feel like the Dolphins are still. Yeah, now they get to play the Patriots week one through eight. So yeah, they've got a good chance, but I don't think the the Raiders are a team they're going to beat. And I think the Raiders have so much going for them right now, and they have so much where they can yeah potentially make a run of the division. Yeah, they win this week and they're tied for the division lead with the Chiefs coming off a of bye. So I think in who have they played together this year? They played once already, and the Chiefs won by two touchdowns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when we were at... North Tavern. North. True true North. True North. True North, yeah. Not a sponsor yet. Not a sponsor yet. Um, The Chiefs and the Raiders, they play on December 1st, which that would be next week. So the Chiefs have two weeks to plan for the Raiders. They'll be coming off their bye. We don't know about the health of Tyree Kill. We don't know about the health about Damian Williams with the Chiefs. So, Raiders win this week, and the, yeah, tell your dad to stop it. We're in production. He sent me a link. Uh, I think I saw it on ESPN earlier. It was inside the Rams charges marriage as the NFL fights for Los Angeles. So, it's on topic. Oh, yeah. He knew He, knew he, knows, what, he knows what's going on. Can a new stadium save the NFL in LA? No. I Can save, I mean, the Rams don't need saving. The Rams are selling tickets. The Rams are win, well, kind of winning games. Yeah, but they got to a Super Bowl last year. That's they have already won over the city. I saw another thing just talking about LA fans, and it's LA fans that do this, and you can agree with this. It was like looking at the like looking at the Warriors season and being like, oh no, like 
this is not good, but it's like, oh no, we're all Lakers fans now. Because <laughs> like all the Warriors fans, that I think that like popped up, those were like just California yeah. Lakers. Like, oh no, I like the Warriors. Warriors games growing up, I would go to, and there'd be about any Warriors Laker game is like twenty percent Warriors fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Oracle, like in <laughs> yeah, Oakland, yeah. it's it's a Lakers home game, and I mean, I'm sure it's going to be similar this year when the Warriors and the Lakers play each other mm-hmm. in the Bay Area. Um, now they're in San Francisco, but it's going to be similar. I mean, this LA fans. They come out in, in troves whenever they're doing well, and it's I mean that's true about totally, any fan base because it's easy to root for a winner and it's more fun to root for a winner because that's why I root for the Astros. If I was if I was so true to the Padres, well I am true to the Padres, I love them. Yep. But I don't care about baseball after two weeks in April when we're down seventeen games yeah. and we've only played six. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, how did the Dodgers win also all these games already? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. So I I agree that it makes it fun. But I, I think living here, too, you see it more. It's yeah. Like, I hate all of you guys and, like, the Laker fans that just come mm-hmm. out of the woodwork. Oh, dude, these Laker fans were nowhere last year, and all of a sudden, the entire city of San Diego is Laker fans. Oh, they were definitely here last year because LeBron was here. That's fair. Two years ago, like, before that, it was like, oh, yeah. like, Lonzo's our future. Nobody. Like, Shut up. Lonzo, Kuzma, yeah. garbage. Yeah. But now they're playing well, and they have fans everywhere again, and, I mean... Shout out my father for giving us some talking points. <laughs> shout out... Padre. All right. My third pick of the NFL, this or third lock, not just a pick, guys. This, this is a lock. Tried and true. There's no way. We ran our models on this. Um, I don't even think I scrolled down to this game, but I would take this game over my game. Ooh. Interesting. I'll still keep my game so you guys can still make some easy money, but your yeah, pick is gold. Yeah. Exactly. I don't see... How Baltimore is only three point favorites against the Rams. Um, oh, I get it. The bookmakers, Baltimore scores so much, and Lamar Jackson's such an animal. They say, well, oh, they're minus three touchdowns. <laughs> oh, yeah, they That's, just messed up on their time seven on it. Yeah, okay. Baltimore minus yeah, three. Baltimore minus three. They just beat the Texans last week by 34, and I think the Texans are one of the better teams in the AFC. Mm hmm. The Rams are, last time I checked, they were on the outside looking in. Six and four? For the NFC playoffs. They've got a lot to play for, though. They have everything to play for, but also... What sort of the Ravens playing for that first round bye? The Ravens are a game and a half above the Chiefs, so obviously, I mean, they're still sitting pretty, but they're only a game above the Bills for... I mean, well, the Bills can't... And the they're a game behind the Pats, and they're definitely trying to get that home, home field. Home field for the AFC Championship game is huge. Uh, yes, going into this week, the Rams are two games, sorry, a game and a half behind the Vikings. The Vikings are on bye, so they can close that deficit to one game for the second wildcard spot. They're two games behind the Seahawks, and they're three games behind the 49ers with six to play. So, a lot left on the line for the Rams. They do have more to play for, it seems like, than the Ravens, but obviously, Lamar Jackson is playing They're both playing for it. It's not like, I think you're right, because they're not in the playoffs yet, but... It's not like like the Ravens are oh we're coasting like yeah. the division like this is gonna be a really good game yeah they're balling out their defense is ranked in the top five in a bunch of different metrics since the Marcus Peters trade so I think this will be a fun Monday night game and mm-hmm. I but I think that Baltimore ends up winning by a touchdown or two or three um, nice job Vegas nice job Vegas uh, so yeah so hammer Baltimore minus three I might actually just throw two units on that guy. I just double up. It's a, but it's a Monday night game, so I can just see what I'm doing off, off of my Sunday games and then, and then jump on to yeah. Monday night with the hopefully the winnings. 
obviously the winning because you're taking Definitely. these picks. Yeah, especially your next pick. Which is the best team in the record-wise? NFC. Best? Yeah. So Tied with the Patriots. The San Francisco 49ers. Of Santa Clara. Of Santa Clara. Of what county is it? Alameda? That would be Santa Clara County. I don't know. <laughs> is Alameda a county? Alameda is a county. That's where Oakland is. Oh, I'm spot. Okay, so the San Francisco Niners of Santa Clara of Alameda County. Of California. Of the west, of the southwest, nah, we're west coast. Um, <laughs> west coast, best coast. They're playing Green Bay. In Green Bay, it's cold right now there. I'm sure it's snowing. Super cold there. Whereas the Niners are soaking in the, the beach rays. I'm sure mm, San Francisco. 70 and sunny. Stays 70 degrees year round. Gorgeous. Never rains. Gorgeous. It's not the water. The Pacific up there is so warm. Oof. And there's definitely not great whites in that water. Definitely not. They got the Bay Bridge. Jimmy G's great. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I mean, the Niners... They have really good sushi, too. Do they? Yeah. And, oh, dude, there's this uh, place in downtown San Francisco. They have salt and pepper crab. So, like, you, it's, like, crusted on the outside, so you eat the salt and pepper off the outside. It's, like, this deep-fried batter, and then you crack open your crab and you eat the crab. Dude, I love crab so much, and it's good for me, because I don't shovel it down, because it's so much work to get inside. Oh, yeah. You, you have to pace yourself I at it. off. I, I get upset that, like... All I want to do is just shovel this crab down. Oh, it's yeah. Like, I got to crack it, and then my finger slips, and then my hands are all sweaty and, like, buttery. And Would you rather pay for somebody to crack your crab and, like, deshell your shrimp or do your laundry? Well, considering how often I go get crab and shrimp, I'm doing the laundry. I feel like I would get crab and shrimp a lot more if I had somebody deshelling them for I me. would not. Oh. So that's um, the difference to make. It's I'm not a big messy guy. Oh, really? So you just have, you would go get crab and shrimp on a regular basis. <laughs> well, imagine if I was just making shrimp at home. I wouldn't have to de-shell them. I still think buying shrimp isn't it expensive. I never buy it. Shrimp's not that expensive. You can go and get Costco, hashtag not mad yet. And you can get like a big old freezer bag of them. I used to do it all the time. Throw in some garlic. Well, okay, then that makes sense. Yeah, but also I don't like doing my laundry, so I don't know why Siri's listening to my conversation. Because, I mean, everything. Oh, you all are. So Siri's like, yo, you guys recording this to be right now? Hey, guys, I want to be on the show too because Zach's not here, so I'm the third host. I just feel like uh, I don't I don't get it enough. If you already in tune are like, oh, I bought it before, I've never bought shrimp outside of a shrimp cocktail platter that I get every Super Bowl. What about ceviche? You ever had ceviche? What is ceviche? It's like Sounds cocktail cool. sauce. Um, well, it's like a Mexican cocktail, shrimp cocktail. It looks like this. I'll show you. I think I know you're talking about. I feel like I see every single like taco shop here. Yeah. So it's just like. Oh yeah. But they're in like the big old jug of. I don't. I think it's marinara or not marinara. Oh, clamato. That's what it is. That yes. That makes sense. Yes. So yeah. So it's with the clamato, and what you're supposed to do is with the chips right here, you. Put mayo on the chip, and I'm not a big mayo guy. I hate mayo. I don't hate it. But you put a little bit of mayo on the chip, and then you scoop out some of the shrimp with the clamato, and you put it on the chip, and it is absolutely fuego. Mm, why does it do that? Big fan. Yeah. Is it alcoholic? Is clamato? What is clamato? Clamato is basically just tomato juice. Okay. But it's clamato is what they use with uh, micheladas. Micheladas and Bloody Marys, I believe. Okay. Which big, I'm, I'm, not a, bloody I'm not a bloody guy. I love a good bloody. I just I don't think I've had a good Bloody Mary. That's the thing. I think 
the tail off of like a good Bloody Mary to bad Bloody Mary is very sharp. Yes. Whereas um, like mimosas, it's just like that's a mimosa. Oh, it's, it's very steady. It's, that's champagne, and you missed the you, the orange juice didn't make it in. Yeah. Oh darn it, well, sir! Uh, no orange juice. Oh, never mind. It's okay. Yeah, I'm good. No, there's definitely you can get like a real. Oh, I've had it before. It was in Dominican. Shout out traveling me. Ooh. There was like Bloody Marys you get like the breakfast, and oh my god, it was like mm. water, like super like runny, like uh-huh. just super like liquidy. Whereas the usual bloody can be a little bit thicker. Yeah. And it was just like this, just mm. plastic bottle Dominican oh. vodka, oh. Yeah. and the mix was like just like ketchup. Ugh. It was not great. See, so you can definitely. I know what you're saying. If you have another good bloody, I'm know pretty sure that's how my bloody that I had was. And that's the only one I've ever had. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, eh, yeah, good. that'll definitely put yeah. you off to it. I'm like, yep. Yeah, that once was you trash. have a good one, you'll be like, hmm. like it'll be something where, like you're never gonna order one. But I'll be like, yo, try this bloody. And you're like, oh, wait, that's what a bloody supposed to taste like? Dude, like the one at, uh, not the observatory, West Coast Tavern. Yes. That one looks ridiculous with, like, the chicken strip and the bacon and all that. Yeah. That is how I need to be able to get a bloody. Like, if I don't have a slider and three chicken tenders, oof, it's not really a bloody. Yeah. Anyway, we were talking about what was good in the Bay, and you did never really talked about what your pick was. That was my pick. <laughs> bloody Marys over Bloody mimosas. Marys over mimosas. Yeah. Lock it up, yeah. minus three at home against the Packers. The food's better in the Bay than it is in Wisconsin. That, hmm. me wrong. I don't, I've had Culver's and the cheese curds are freaking good. And I, I like can, Culver's too, but I like all their West, like Asian food. I true, like, you're I a big Asian food guy. Yeah, I know. I've, as many times I've been to San Francisco. Mm. How many times have you gone to San Francisco? Zero times. Exactly. Well, how many times have you been to Green Bay? <laughs> Zero times. Zero times. <laughs> But we know what I have been to. Where? San Jose. San Josie. San Josie. That's like five minutes from where the Niners play now. In Alameda County? <laughs> no, it's not San Josie, but it's close. Monterey? <laughs> oh, yeah, now we're talking. Monterey's gorgeous. I know. I know some cities up there. There you go. Um, Redding. Ooh, nice. Yeah, Did the... you see Gronk cheerlead? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Him so and James funny. Corden, and I think it was Venus Williams, they were all in that cheer thing with the That's, Lakers they're so dancers. They're great. I'm just so glad Gronk's having fun. Yeah. He's like, he's just, he should just be doing that. I like, hated how I had to like sort of root against him in, in the NFL just because yeah, he was on the Patriots. If it was like, on my fantasy team, I didn't want to, like, yeah. not that I didn't want to do well, I just root against the Patriots. Yeah. So he's like part of them. But he's the fun guy on the Patriots so that's like, God, like funny. I want to root for you so bad, yeah. but I can't. And like, I think just like, almost like without the helmet and like the colors, it's like, this is just like a, just like a tall, like just built dude, just doing crazy things. Like, oh, I'm gonna go dance with the Lakers. Yeah, like, why not? And this dude, I mean, it's a U of A grad. I don't even know if he graduated. U of A student. There's no way he graduated. <laughs> he got he graduated. No like wonder the, he got into U of A. He graduated dude, like DeAndre Ayton didn't get paid. <laughs> and the Astros didn't cheat. Yeah, exactly. In a nutshell. All right. Anything else? No, that's it. Mm, no, we're done uh, talking to you. Fine. Folks. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your holidays. Drive Ooh. safely. Yes. If you're if you're where the weather's not great, be extra safe. You Bunch know. of big dummies out we there. We want y'all to be listening to our Thanksgiving recap episode that should happen, depending on what we do. But yeah. Also, follow along with our Twitter and our Instagram. We update our picks on there. That's at Hustle the Bookie. Mainly Twitter. Mainly Twitter. Instagram. Instagram. You're not. Hey, if you're good at graphics, 
Siri, get out Siri. of this. <laughs> oh, graphics? What's that? <laughs> I'm in on that, yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to join our graphics design team. Yeah, we're we're currently interviewing. We would love for some help on the, on the gram. We have some highly, uh, we have benefits, and we can sign up for an internship. Yeah, we... I can provide a beer. Um, I also have a bunch of frozen food. So if you would like any of that. The beer's good. Brennan's been giving me one beer every week. It's been awesome. <laughs> I'm rationing Travis. So um, so yeah. So be sure to follow us on Twitter. Travis is at TravisSmith03. I am at the B King 4 And that's B, not that's a that's the Yeah, not B, like the letter B. Not, not like bees are dying at an alarming rate. Yeah. I am here for a good time, and I'm here for a long time. Unlike the bees. I have loaded up on a lot of vitamin C the past couple days. I was feeling a little icky, so... Were you? Yeah. You vitamin C over? Vitamin C is helping, so... I'm feeling a little bit better today, so... That's how we are. I'm feeling a little itch in my throat now. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Hmm. Uh, we'd appreciate it greatly if you could rate and review the podcast, and we will see you not next week. But the week after that. Yes, sir. Until then, you guys know what to do. Be sure to hustle those bookies.